This is the Tallahassee Business Podcast, bringing you engaging conversations with influential members of the community that you need to know. This episode is brought to you by The Health Network. The Health Network is an innovative advertising platform with more than 30 digital monitors and almost a dozen different medical waiting rooms throughout Tallahassee. With a diverse mix of medical practices, The Health Network provides advertisers unmatched visibility to a highly engaged audience while directly connecting with target consumers through static and video ads. To learn how your business can effectively reach over 60,000 patients and guests per month, visit THNAdvertising.com. Well, hello, everybody. This is Sue Dick with the Chamber of Commerce bringing to you our podcast. And I'm very excited for this conversation because we are getting heated in the midst of election season. And we're lucky to have Mark Early here with us. Mark, thanks for joining us. Glad to be here, Sue. Thank you for having me on. Uh, your podcast. Well, you know, this is getting into the season, and I think before we jump into what it means for our community, I think we we need to recognize you as our supervisor of elections, and congratulations on being elected back in 2016. But this is a very important office, and we're lucky to have you. Uh, You have been in that office for 30 years prior to being elected, and and maybe just share with us what that's meant, and thank you for your service. Uh, Well, thank you very much. It's been an honor to serve, uh, and really it's a passion of mine. Uh, I never expected to get get into elections, but uh, when I did, I became hooked, and that really seems to be a common thread amongst all election officials. You really feel like you're doing something really important for your for your nation, uh, making sure everyone's vote counts because that's how our voices are heard and how we frame our government. So yeah, uh, I was elected in 2016 after 30 years in elections uh, in the tech side and actually in the vendor side. Uh, recently was elected as the president of our association and uh, also uh, serve as the chairman of our cybersecurity committee, work very closely with the Secretary of State's, uh, the new Secretary of State, Cord Bird, and I've had several good meetings. So that's very promising going forward. And uh, I'm on the executive committee for the uh, federal uh, level of election security and cybersecurity. So that's uh, actually been a a very rewarding experience being able to have input there. Well, and I want to take maybe just a step back and to really emphasize your president of the Supervisor Elections, Inc., which basically that's of the 67 counties, you're president of that association. So that's that's an honor. It's an honor and it's uh, it's very busy. (laughs) It is busy. Well, I, you know, the cybersecurity is is a thing, and I think for our listeners, maybe something that you can share with them to really emphasize how much their vote matters and all of the pieces in place, and especially in Leon County. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, well, Florida, frankly, does lead the way in, uh, I think, election cybersecurity. Uh, after 2016, there were some hints that uh, a few uh, counties came close to potentially have been... Uh, hacked into, I hate to use that word, but uh, actually that did not actually happen. Uh, But what that did was it really framed the importance of building the frameworks and and the uh, partnerships with our state uh, partners and a lot of different federal agencies that have a lot more resources to bring to bear on the concept of cybersecurity and just security in general. So we've spent the last five years really building those partnerships. Uh, Florida was the first uh, state to go statewide as members of what's called the EII-SAC, uh, which I'm now on the committee, the executive committee of, to implement a lot of different uh, aspects of security. One that's well known is the Albert sensors. The, uh, well, it really monitors the traffic in and out of our networks, looking for any kind of a problem. It's monitored at the federal level with a 24-7 response capability. So, And we get a lot of alerts uh, because people are always trying to break in. 
we have very good uh, and very robust uh, security procedures in place and software packages to make sure that we're safe. But, you know, it's, it's a never-ending game. We're always uh, having to see what's out there, see what the latest threats are, and always be able to respond at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, you know, we're going to touch a little bit on the local race because we want to make pe- sure that our community gets out and vote. But you have a gub- gubernatorial race this year. We do. And, uh, yes. Yeah. And, um, and then obviously in two years we'll be ramping up with the presidential. But anything, uh, and being the capital city, anything uh, different or unique when those type of um, ballot items occur? Uh, well, yeah, Florida, you know, ever since 2000, and I remember the recounts very well. I have some scars from that, but really, <laughs> Leon County, uh, we shone, uh, shined, what's the proper tense there, uh, uh, in, in our ability to get uh, votes counted accurately. And uh, I think that has led to a lot of changes, not only statewide, that kind of modeled what we did here in Leon County, but really na- nationally. Uh, our ability to uh, do training, we've got a very professional group of administrators here in Florida. And uh, with the, as you say, Leon County is the capital county of Florida and being the focal point for elections really nationwide and internationally because we're always the pivot point like in 2000, the eyes are always on us here. And so we have a big need to be extremely professional and kind of lead the way. And I think uh, well, we're proud that we can do that. Well, we're, we're proud of that as well. I think for our listeners, they want to know what dates are coming up and, and let's make sure we flag that. So if you can touch on that and really walk us through why that matters so much and why it's important for people to take note. Sure, absolutely. So the first election, uh, and it's actually right in the middle of the summer, it's August 23rd, and it's called the primary election. Uh, but that's frankly a bit of a misnomer. The city commission elections are on there. Those are nonpartisan. County commission elections, school board. There's a lot of uh, offices up for election. Judicial races uh, will be on the ballot then. So there's a lot of nonpartisan races that nonpartisan voters should actually participate in. And this is not just the prelude necessarily to the general. In some ways it is, but it's also uh, the, the decision point for some of the races. There could easily be city commission races that are decided uh, in the August primary election. And how does that, by how? How would that uh, occur? Yeah, so the uh, the city races used to be held in February. We used to have two elections uh, in February, the regular municipal and then the municipal runoff. And those were put on the ballot and piggyback on with our uh, regular fall election. So the regular municipal election is actually on the primary ballot for city uh, residents. So if there's only two candidates running, they will be on the primary and absolutely one of them will win. Uh, If there's a race with more than uh, two candidates, if somebody gets more than 50%, they would win in the primary. And that would be your only opportunity to vote. Uh, If if there's more than uh, two candidates and nobody gets over 50%, then the top two vote getters in those city elections would go on to uh, the general election. Right. So I think it's important for individuals when they see that ballot and they see if there's just two people there, pay attention to it and get out and vote in August. Absolutely. You, because absolutely. you may not get a chance in November. That's exactly right. Okay. And if you want your voice to be heard, especially in the city election races, okay. make sure you're voting. Okay. And primary. we have three seats up for, we have two commission seats and a mayoral race on the city side. Yes. It's, it's a busy, busy ballot, a lot yeah. on the ballot. And then on the county commission, we have four seats that are up on the county. Uh, yes, that's correct. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. So I interrupted you. You were running through a list of dates that are important, so we'll keep going in that. Okay, yes. Yeah. So the August 23rd election, the early voting period starts uh, Saturday, August 13th, and runs through August 21st. So that's an, uh, the early voting period, and we really encourage people to get out and vote in person 
at the early voting sites, but do, don't wait till election day. We always consider election day as your last chance to vote. Uh, the last chance or last day to either get registered or to make party changes to your registration in advance of the primary uh, is uh, on July 25th. That's called book closing. Uh, it's 29 days out from the election. Uh, some other big important uh, dates uh, after the 2020 election, the ramp up in the amount of vote by mail uh, activity in Leon County and really statewide and nationwide uh, skyrocketed. So on July 14th, we're sending out 67,000 vote by mail ballots to voters uh, throughout our community uh, so that they will have their ballot in hand. And again, uh, as we said in 2020, that's really more like an insurance policy. Uh, you can absolutely, as soon as you get it, you can vote it and send it right back to our office and we'll and, you know, we'll be counting your votes. Uh, those are the first votes to get counted to the vote by mail ballots. But if you're unsure, you might want to go to the polls later on. You can just kind of hold on to that. And, you know, if nothing goes wrong, you can certainly show up and vote early or vote on Election Day. Uh, but if you find out that, yeah, you need to use that vote by mail, fill it out. You can bring it by our office, take it one of our secure ballot intake stations at an early voting site. Uh, or mail it back to us, but give yourself plenty of time to mail it if you do that. Is there a deadline where the vote, the mail-in ballot has to be received in your office? What's Absolutely. That yes, we have to have the ballots in our office by 7 p.m. election day. Okay. All right. So, And you can drop it off. You can actually drop off your mail-in ballot at one of the sites by election day. Exactly, yes. Okay. Our early Very voting good. sites have those uh, secured drop boxes. Okay. Any other key dates we want to emphasize when talking about general? Uh, okay, the general election is actually uh, on November 8th this year. It's a little later than usual, but that's because November 1st is, 1st is on a Tuesday. So uh, November 8th, the general, again, the last chance to vote for that election. Our early voting starts on October 24th and runs through November 6th. That's a longer period for early voting because the turnout's usually dramatically higher. Uh, and then the uh, book closing date or the last chance to get registered uh, for that election if you're a new registrant is October 11th. Okay. As far as uh, you've been in doing this now 36 years, what are, um, what are some of the things that you know people are thinking about or, or just misconceptions or just false information that you want to clarify? Sure, yeah. Every, every year we get the question uh, or concern that you know, vote-by-mail ballots only get counted when it's uh, a close race or they're not secure. Vote-by-mail ballots are absolutely secure. They are the first ballots we count. Uh, I've been voting by mail since 1992, uh, although I usually drop it off uh, at our office. Uh, the other thing is that we don't do floor audits in Florida. We've been hearing a lot since 2020 and all the controversies around 2020. We're all familiar with that, that Florida really needs to audit our elections, and people are extremely upset that we're not doing it. We do do it. We're one of the first uh, states in the nation to do audits. Some of the most comprehensive audits, frankly, uh, and we're proud of this, started here in Leon County. We essentially recount every single ballot with two different certified systems. Uh, and that second system can either be the post-election audit, which it usually is, or if there's a recount, we now had state law and then Secretary of State, actually the new Secretary of State, sponsored the bill in 2020 to allow our audit system, which is certified by the state and at the federal level, to be a means to do our recounts for elections. So, and it's a very uh, transparent, very accurate, and it's a, a second system checking the first system. So we do, and you can always go back to the paper. We always have paper ballots. That's the key point. Uh, and that's our document of record. And all of this is just a way to determine voter intent from the paper. But if it's uncertain, we can always go back and get that from okay. the paper ballot. Okay. We had some redistricting occur um, yes. for our voters. 
anything you can flag that's not a surprise for them? They may think they're voting for someone in another district. Yeah, so that's yeah, that's a good point. Uh, certainly, redistricting uh, was a bit controversial this year, as it always is. Uh, it was in the courts uh, later than usual, so that's been a bit of a scramble for all the counties. I think you know this is my fifth redistricting. I can't even believe I'm saying that. <laughs> uh, so we we have it down, I think, fairly well here in Leon County. Uh, but we're about to send out new uh, voter information cards to all registered voters in Leon County uh, starting next week. Uh, the biggest thing I would suggest is look at the addresses that are actually on your card. Make sure your residence address especially is correct. And if it's not, call our office and let us know. Uh, and also your polling place may, may well have changed. So... Uh, most of the changes we've made, I think, are improvements uh, to the ability, you know, to the convenience of where that location is compared to people's houses. Uh, so, you know, make sure you're f- familiar with that, especially if you're going to wait till election day to vote. Uh, but also, like you say, the districts that represent different uh, addresses, really, a lot of those have changed. Uh, so familiarize yourself. If you used to go in and vote for uh, one candidate, especially at the state level, state house or uh, state Senate or potentially at, at the congressional level, those uh, districts did change mm-hmm. quite a bit in uh, Leanne County, especially the state house and the congressional seats. So don't be surprised if things have changed, but make sure your residence address is proper with us. Uh, and if there's not, let us know so that okay. we can make sure that right. everything's okay. That's great information. I'm trying to think back on the ballot. Are there, other than candidates, any ballot items that are on there that uh, people need to be aware of, do a little bit of homework ahead of time? Uh, so for the primary, there are no initiatives, but there will, I think there will be three uh, initiatives that we expect to be on the uh, general election. And frankly, I can't even name those off okay. the top of my head because there's been so much controversy about especially the, the gambling initiatives. But I think most of those did not make the ballot. Okay. But yeah, uh, do your homework. Uh, we'll have a lot more information uh, coming out. We'll be sending election guides prior to each election uh, closer in, and they'll list all of the uh, amendments for the uh, general election. Okay. And if people want uh, more information, what's the best website they can go to? Uh, Leonvotes.gov, www.leonvotes, L-E-O-N-V-O-T-E-S.gov. And uh, you can always call our uh, phone. It's 850-606-VOTE or 606-8683. All right. Well, Mark, you know, thanks again. You you, Obviously, this is um, not just a job for you. It's a passion based on what you said. Any closing comments or anything you want our, our community to hear? Uh, yeah, well, really, the importance of voting, especially in that primary, it's it's notoriously low. We actually have some of the higher turnouts, but so many things are could be decided in that primary election, and you'll miss your opportunity to have your voice heard. So really get out and vote in the primary. Well, thank you, Mark. My pleasure, Sue. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely.